When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are talking NFL. The playoffs are locked in. All the teams are ready to go. Wildcard, super wildcard weekend, they're calling it this weekend, coming and to talk about it is the very capable Simon Hampton, host of the 3rd and 5 podcast, a great podcast for not only football, but just sort of American sport in general. And he joins us now. G'day, Simon. G'day, Sam. How's it going? Oh, mate, I'm doing fantastically well. Do you agree with me that maybe the NFL stole that theme tune from uh, the final countdown? Eerily similar. Mate, I actually thought you were playing the final countdown <laughs> to intro uh, the no. segment I was doing on the show, and I was very um, kind of honoured that, that you'd uh, picked such a tune for me to come <laughs> on to. But yeah, they sound they sound almost identical. Yeah, there might be a copyright issue coming up there. Another thing we've yeah. been talking about today, um, Simon, I'm going to ask it now, but I'll get your answer at the end, so it gives you a bit of time to think about. But we've been asking people today for the coolest brands in sport, and it's not necessarily you know, Nike and Adidas, it might be an era or a team. So people have said, you know, the Bulls of the 90s, uh, Manchester United in the 2000s. So I'm going to ask you for the coolest brand in the NFL. It can be current or historic, and uh, I'll get your answer at the end, okay? So just keep that bubbling away in the back of your mind. All right. I'll yeah. cool. have a thing while I'm talking cool. to you. Cool. Coolest brand, coolest brand. All right, let's talk some NFL playoffs um, because the teams, uh, well, we do know who are in the playoffs now after the, the game's finished up yesterday. And uh, maybe let's just start by talking about um, a few of the bigger missions from the playoffs this year. Um, you know, a few teams were on the cusp of making it yesterday and did, weren't able to get the job done. One that really has surprised me this season, and I'm keen to, to get your thoughts on why they've, they've struggled a little bit, is, is the Rams. You know, they won the Super Bowl last year, and this year they go 5-12. and 12. They miss out on the playoffs. So what, what went wrong for, for LA in, in 2022, do you think? Well, injuries were a big, big problem for them. Um, they, you know, they, you know, Stafford came into the season, the quarterback, Matt Stafford came into the season with a, with a bung elbow and, and, you know, he never quite looked right throughout the season. They, they had problems at running back uh, with, with Cam Akers to begin with, um, you know, dealing with some personal stuff and, and not playing at the start. And so, um, and then Cooper Cuffey ended up going down as well, their star wide receiver. And so injuries were a big problem. Uh, I think the rest of the league caught up a bit. And uh, it's potentially, it's it's quite the uh, fall from grace for this Rams side because mm. you do have to wonder when you consider all the draft picks they traded away to get to the point where they could win a Super Bowl last year. Uh, they're not in a great position to rebuild going forward. And Sean McVay, their, their high-profile coach, is not committed to, to returning next year either. So... Uh, it could be a, a little bit of a lengthy rebuild coming coming up for the Rams. Yeah, interesting times ahead. Uh, a couple of other big, I guess, just big names that haven't made the playoffs. You've got the, the Green Bay Packers who who lost yesterday, which basically ruled them out. Another one that I've saw people commenting about sort of throughout the season is the Cleveland Browns, who people thought, you know, they're always down the bottom and a bit of the laughing stock. And then they started turning a corner a few seasons ago, but here they are back at the bottom of the AFC North. They they only won seven games this year. So what are, I guess, some of the other big talking points, teams that have missed out on the playoffs this season that people maybe thought should have been there? Well, one of the ones um, that I would have really loved to have seen be there was the Detroit Lions, actually. They're kind of another hard knock story that, that hasn't really, um, haven't really been been great for a while now but their offense was was a lot of fun this year they, they were regularly involved in high scoring games uh they went into that game 
yesterday against the Packers. Um, they, they couldn't make it in the end because the Seahawks beat the Rams to, to qualify. But uh, the Lions went very close this year, and I think they're actually one of the funnest teams to watch. And certainly the best team to watch that wasn't in the playoffs. Uh, as I said, their offense is a lot of fun, and, and I think they're going to be a team uh, to watch over the next few seasons. So they're definitely uh, one I would probably have up there. I think the Packers, you've got to put the Packers down as a huge disappointment and uh, and wonder where, the, where they move. Uh, from next um, with, with Rogers' future a bit uncertain. The other one would be the Denver Broncos, of course. They made that high-profile trade for Russell Wilson from Seattle mm. in the offseason. They were expecting to to contend straight away. They signed into a huge contract, and Wilson didn't look great, and, and the Broncos didn't look great at all. They've fired their head coach now. Uh, they ended up, I think, with five wins all season. So it was a very disappointing year in Denver, and, and uh, given all the draft picks, they surrendered to get Russell Wilson it's going to be kind of hard for them to to pull themselves out of that mess Mm, absolutely all right well let's talk about um the wildcard weekend this weekend so uh just two teams sort of excuse me just two teams sort of go through uh automatically don't they that's the uh Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles so the Bills who you know flying high for most of the season and and of course the big talking point um recently has been DeMar Hamlin um but they find themselves in a wildcard matchup this weekend against Miami and I think I read that the Bills have the um, highest or the most turnovers this season potentially so that's probably something they're going to have to rectify for the playoffs isn't it because you know it's, it's all well and good being uh, being good defensively but you're going to need your offense to fire aren't you come playoff time you are and I, I think this Bills side should probably not have too many problems dealing with this Dolphins side who, who probably won't have Tua Tagovailoa um, back at quarterback so I think the Bills will We'll find no problems with this game, but but you're right. I mean, they're, they're a good chance to run into the Chiefs at some point, and, and they played a, a, a cracking playoff game last year, and, and they could be in store for another this year. But I, I do think the Bills probably need to improve uh, on that front. Um, just going back to the DeMar Hamlin stuff, it's it's very promising to hear that he's been discharged from hospital and has, has returned to Buffalo. So I'd ex- you know, suspect there could be a good chance that he's actually at the game Uh against Miami, so that'll really fire up the uh, Buffalo mm. faithful if he, if he does make any appearance there, and, and, and that could be, you know, spur them on in these playoffs, but yeah, the Bills, are, they're up there as one of the top teams in the playoffs, but it's, it's going to be hard and, um, after this Dolphins game, but I, I think they should uh, should breeze past the Dolphins in the first round. Yeah, I, I personally think that I've, I've put a bit of money on the Bills winning the Super Bowl because I think something like uh, what happened with DeMar Hamlin is a real um, sort of unifier for a team, and I think they'll they'll really rally around that. So I'll put a little bit of money on them. Um, the other team that uh, that obviously performed very well during the uh, regular season find themselves in a wildcard game is, uh, is the Cincinnati Bengals playing the, uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Now, Lamar Jackson, um, I think I read that the Ravens haven't scored more than 17 points in a game since he went down about six games ago, and he's very questionable for this weekend. Do Baltimore, are they they basically no chance without Lamar Jackson? Basically, yeah. They're kind of one of those teams now where I'm kind of disappointed they're actually taking up a playoff spot if Lamar Jackson's not playing, (laughs) because they're a fun fun team to watch with Lamar there, but Mm. they've been a tough watch the last few weeks uh, without him, and uh, their offense, as you say, that that you know, that point scoring is, is pretty grim. And the Bengals uh, turned out to be one of the best teams uh, in the league this year after a little bit of a slow start in Cincinnati. But they, you know, they've they've hit their straps, and 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 uh, they'll be they'll be one of the. I think they're you know them and the Bills and the Chiefs are, are certainly the top top three sides in the AFC quite comfortably. So uh, 
I mean, if, assuming Lamar Jackson's not there, I think the Bengals are, are breathing through this one as well. The Minnesota Vikings, who also finished uh, pretty strong, 13-4, and four, their record um, up against the Giants. And uh, Minnesota have sort of been the uh, the clutch team of the year, have, aren't they? they? They've sort of won a lot of uh, close matches, a lot of one-point wins. So, uh, yeah, mm. can they can they do something special in the playoffs and sort of disrupt some of these top teams as we get to sort of the, uh, the business end after beating New York, I'm assuming? Yeah, well, the Vikings are, the, are, are interesting because you, you touched on them having all those close wins, and, and there's been kind of a lot of chat that they're, they're one of the worst thirteen and four teams uh, ever. And that you know they're they're a good team, but they probably don't deserve a thirteen and four record. So, um, I actually love this Vikings Giants game as, as one of the, the matchups of this wild card round. I, I think it's pretty challenging to to pick a winner. I think the Vikings have so much offensive talent that that they can get the job done. But I also think the Giants are. A very strong defense. They they play uh, to their strengths well, and they're, and they're very well coached by Brian Dable. So, um, certainly think this is one of the harder games to predict uh, coming into this wild card round. And you know, as someone that's living in New York and has suffered through some pretty disappointing New York football teams over the past few <laughs> years, I'm, I'm I'm kind of hoping that the Giants can go on a little bit of a run here. The other two games, uh, we've got Seattle-San Francisco, which is the first game on uh, Sunday morning at 10.30, and uh, Seattle making it uh, with a 9-8 and eight record, uh, the 49ers 13-4. and four. That's, Would that be pretty easy work for, for San Francisco, do you think? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, the, the 49ers and Seahawks, obviously divisional uh, rivals, and the, the 49ers have looked pretty comfortable in both the division games against the Seahawks this year. And I think, you know, the Seahawks... It's a little bit of a fairy tale for them, uh, making it to the playoffs, obviously losing Russell Wilson, as I, as I touched on earlier. Uh, and they've, they've certainly exceeded expectations this year, but uh, they, they haven't quite been in the same form uh, that they were earlier in the season uh, over the past sort of month or so. So I think this, this San Francisco team is actually, for me, uh, in the NFC anyway, uh, one of the teams that I think could, could go all the way to the Super Bowl. So... Um, I suspect the 49ers will, will be too strong for, for Seattle in that one. Then Tampa and uh, Dallas, which is going to be on Tuesday New Zealand time, and uh, it's yuck to me that a team with a uh, eight and nine record can make the playoffs. <laughs> That's just how the NFL has worked out this year in Tampa Bay and the NFC South. Look, I'm, I'm a massive Tommy fan. I'm a Patriots fan, so it goes back to there. But uh, I'm, a, I'm a big Tom Brady fan. But I don't know. I think I think the clock might have passed him a little bit. And uh, going up against a Dallas team that finished twelve and five. Um, I think it's probably just a step too far for Tommy. What do you reckon? I agree, but I, I just, I know, and I've got, one of my good mates who actually is the other host of the 3rd and 5 podcast is a big Dallas Cowboys fan. And I know those Cowboys fans are just looking at this like, we absolutely are better than this team and should beat this team. But Tom Brady's playing against us in the playoff game. And so there's <laughs> sort of this this kind of feeling that, that uh, it is a little bit of a banana skin game for them. And, and the Bucks have not looked that good all season. They've shown shown the odd flash of of, uh, of talent and, and and looking like they they might break out and, and become a you know something of a a playoff team. But um, as you say, eight and nine, they haven't looked great all year. I would expect the Cowboys to turn it up a bit. Um, they they didn't look great last week against the Commanders, but I think the Cowboys uh, should have too much strength for the Bucks in, in this one. And there's actually one more game that I that I did miss out, which is on Sunday two fifteen. That is the uh, the Jags and the Chargers, which looks quite interesting because the you know sort of finished similarly uh, record wise. Jags nine and eight, Chargers ten and seven, and uh, the Jags that uh, they have, didn't they have the first draft pick last in the last draft. Am I right in saying that? Uh, might have been two years ago. Two years ago, so it's a pretty, you know, it's a pretty yeah. good effort for them to turn that around quick enough to, you know, sort of find themselves in a playoff spot. But that's is that a harder one to pick, or do you think one side's got the edge? 
Yeah, I think this is one of the, one of the games of the round um, as well. I think the Jags have been had a funny old season actually. They they look quite good early on, and then they have a bit of a lean run, and then they've come right again towards the end. And you know, they, their playoffs really started last week when they they had to beat the Titans to get in, and what was effectively a, a playoff match um, in the AFC South. So uh, they got past Tennessee there, and, and they'll come up against the Chargers side who. I think we'll be sweating on the, the fitness of, of their wide receiver, Mike Williams. Um, I'm not sure what the latest status on him is. I think they're, they're pretty confident he'll be involved in this game, um, which probably makes the Chargers slight favourites, I think. The, the Chargers have looked good when, when they've been fully fit, and I'll back them to get the job done, but, but I think this is uh, a pretty close game and, and, and should be a lot of fun. Talking to Simon Hampton from the Third and Five podcast. Just a couple before we let you go, mate. Um, the Eagles and the Chiefs, who have both got the uh, got the bye going through to the next round. Obviously, they are you know the hot teams of the comp at the moment. But just if I can get you to crystal ball a little bit, who do you who do you have right now as as a Super Bowl champion in in a couple of weeks' time? Well, I, I actually picked the Chiefs to win it all back at the start of the season, so I kind of have to go with them. I'm I'm a little bit worried about the Chiefs. Defense, I think I think they've got it figured out on offense, and, and Patrick Mahomes finds a way to make things work. But um, I do wonder wonder about their defense being a little bit, uh, you know, potentially posing some issues uh, for them. But I, I think the Chiefs are, are still very much the favorite in the AFC, and I think the Eagles, provided Jalen Hurts is, is fully fit, and and and, it sounds, and I think he will be, uh, the Eagles are, are, are certainly the favorite as well in, in the NFC. I think they've. They've had a brilliant season. Jalen Hurts has, has really shown himself that, that he can be a star quarterback and can lead a team. Uh, they, they're a little bit rusty over the, the past month, um, but they also had their playoff spot pretty much sewn up and, mm. and they could maybe take the foot off the gas. So I'm, I'm expecting them with a week off uh, to rest up to, to come out pretty firing next weekend and, and, and make a good run at the Super Bowl. So what you're saying is I might lose my money on the uh, on the Bills? Might lose some money on the Bills, but I, I suspect that with those, some of those AFC playoff games, um, you know, the Chiefs, Bills and Bengals, um, whichever way it falls, I think we're going to be in for some absolutely barnstorming uh, playoff games over the next few weeks. Yeah, they're going to be a, uh, a few, you know, casual fans coming out of the woodwork. They always do come and uh, come yes. and watch for the playoffs. Uh, who's uh, Is there a player that you can sort of see lighting up the playoffs a little bit and, uh, and might become a little bit more of a household name? Is there someone that sticks out for you? Oh, that's a that's a good question. I'm trying to think of someone that's that's maybe on a on a slightly lesser known team. Maybe this is you know maybe this is you know the, the coming out party for for Justin Herbert or, or Trevor Lawrence, the quarterbacks for the Chargers and Jags. Whoever wins that, maybe they that you know they can go on a little bit of a run. And, and they're both very young quarterbacks that have only been in the league a few years. And so potentially uh, for whoever wins. Uh, the wild card game between the Chargers and Jags that that can sort of boost the the profile of of, of that young quarterback. Awesome, all right, mate. Well, I've given you fifteen minutes uh, to have a think about uh, one of the coolest brands in the NFL. What do you reckon? Yeah, I was thinking. And <laughs> so amongst me asking you all those other you questions. Asking, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, um, I, I couldn't come up with an obvious one. I, I mean. The Dallas Cowboys America's team has, has got to be up there, but I also kind of hate that brand as well um, <laughs> because I kind of ha- I kind of hate the arrogance of coming out and, and calling yourself America's team yep. um, when you're from Dallas. But I feel like that's the one that just immediately jumps to mind and, and kind of sticks there when I'm trying to think of like a real um, brand in American football. So 
Uh, I'll go with that one. I'll, I'm, I'm sure I'll cop a bit of heat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I was listening for, for going with the most obvious one, but uh, that's, that's where I'll go. Nah, there's plenty of Cowboys uh, coming through here on the text machine as well. Do you, do you have a, a favourite team yourself? Who do you support? I actually support the Seahawks, yeah, and, okay. and, and got a soft spot for the two New York teams. So I support the Seahawks, um, which is a, a funny time. I only started supporting them in the past few years, which is which is when they're sort of the end of the Russell Wilson era. But mm. um, I've actually really enjoyed it this year. They're a very likable team with Geno Smith as their, their quarterback. And, you know, everyone loves an overachieving team. So I, I thought they would be sort of cellar dwellers this year and, and playing for you know, a top three draft pick, but they've ended up being quite fun to watch and, and uh, in for their first playoff, um, in, for, in for the first round of the playoffs this weekend. So um, very exciting time to be a Seahawks fan. Yeah, nice stuff. You've got, you've got a bit of skin in the game. My Patriots uh, are not there for, you know, for, well, not going to say the first time. Maybe they'll, get, may, maybe they'll get Brady back. Well, hopefully. That would be the dream come true for me, and then I can actually go over and watch and play. I've been talking about it for the last 14 years, and uh, I was always going to kick myself if it never happened. So for me, I hope they do do that. But uh, it seems like the first time forever we haven't made the playoffs, so look, I'll, I'll concede on that front. All good. Hey, Simon, really appreciate you coming on, mate. Uh, great to talk some NFL with you. I know you're going to be glued to the uh, television screens over the next few weeks, so enjoy it, my friend, and uh, hopefully we'll catch up again soon. Cheers, Sam. Talk soon.